Greetings, friends. You are tuned into We Own This Town Music, the podcast for showcasing new and notable music from Nashville and surrounding areas. I'm your host, Michael Eads, and this is volume 250. This show is part of We Own This Town, a podcast network focused on entertainment and documentary content brought to you by Nashvillians. Look us up at weownthistown.net and follow us at We Own This Town on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook to get updates about all of the latest episodes from every show across the network. We've got a mailing list over on our website, weownthistown.net, to get a weekly reminder about all of our releases. Folks, I'm just going to jump right in here to this week's episode because we've got a very special one. As you can tell from the episode title, we're going to chat with Negro Justice. I encountered his work on a Bandcamp Friday back in June of 2020 with the release of The Stimulus EP, and he's been consistently releasing really compelling work ever since then. I mean, probably before then as well, but that's when I started paying attention. There is the second Stimulus Package EP, the Conceptual Two Ronin, a short story EP, the Father Figure EP, singles like Flypaper with Zach Coffey, Uncle Nearest, Dutch Master's Thesis with Jukebox, the excellent Gorillaz cover of Clint Eastwood with Trip God for Real for Real, a number of guest spots on releases like The Soul and the Ville, a collab single under the name Prince Edward, and most recently, a collab EP with G Slab called Resplendent. That's since June of 2020, and I am positive I am missing quite a bit of credits in between then and now. It's an astonishing quantity of work, and I can personally attest to the quality of it. So, before we talk to him about all of that, let's hear a track from that new collab EP, Resplendent. This track is called No Introduction. Seems apt. Looking like a leader My folks fucking with that white bitch like jungle fever I need my Peter, I'm fly as Peter It's panning out and they'll never blow my candle out Peeking through the shadows of the spectrum Read between the lines, take a page about my lesson This a section that I'm ripping, it ain't never over This case closer, know the smell of dope and baking soda Before Corona wore a mask when they made the potion This is hieroglyphics, don't you get the this country dick make a bitch lead the biggest city And I ain't bragging, I'm just reminiscing This ain't a rap song, this an intermission Told them niggas what the business was Took his money, put my finger in his bitch's butt I only did it cause I can, dawg On the pitch, I'm resplendent with the hand off Now what you hearing is What you hearing is Two niggas need no introduction Same moves as the Ninja Turtle. Radical. This shit is grimy as fuck. Uh-huh. Legal tender exchange, now we adding it up. Chicken tenders and things, now we packing them up. Uh-huh. There's plenty room for bitch niggas in the back of the truck. And you can resemble a package if you acting all tough. Had a moment of clairvoyance. I know what's coming next. My best foot forward, plant it right on your neck. How's that for a role reversal? Show a nigga respect. I'm finna sign right here by this line on the check. A lot of niggas is flodging. I'ma make them correct. And I already told y'all what I'll do to protect. You give a nigga no options, you should know what come next. Is jail better than chalk residue outlining my flesh? Mm. Woo. 
Now what you hearing is what you hearing is Two niggas need no introduction Not one Two niggas need no introduction oh, not at all Two niggas need no introduction Not at all But we gon' do it anyway All right, everybody, that was No Introduction from Negro Justice and G-Slab off of the brand new Resplendent mm-hmm. EP available now everywhere. And uh, we are fortunate enough to have Negro Justice himself joining us here in the studio. Man, look at this. Thank you. <laughs> I Welcome. love it, man. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, uh, we're both vaccinated and yes. we get to sit across from one another. I shook his hand when I got here, man. <laughs> like, that felt great. It did. The, <laughs> man, the first handshake I gave, I was kind of weirded out. I was yeah. like, oh, I haven't done that it's in like, a year. You look at your hand like <laughs> like Booker T, like, <laughs> what have I done? Like, <laughs> oh, so uh, we talked about all these releases that you've had since June and more before that, but that's just where I sort of tuned mm-hmm. in. But I would love to just sort of hear about this resplendent ep and how it kind of how did that happen how did that come together man okay so well slab is the homie first and foremost like that that's my man and so um obviously we have just been friends outside of music for shoot i want to say like four or five years now like the time because we met back at i don't know if you know about the set uh, there was a series, it's like a series of events, uh, house party type vibe. They would do like DJs, people or people would perform, people would be doing uh, music or art live, food trucks, just oh, wow. the whole thing. And so uh, we met out back at the set, man. I was over there smashing some some chicken wings or something. <laughs> and he was like, hey, what's up, bro, bro? And dapped him up. And, and then that was that. And so uh, ever since then, he just been the homie. And then uh, finally was able to like sync our schedules up about a year or two ago or about two and a half years ago to where we could we could kick it. And so he actually came over to my house with uh, Ace, who's on the uh, Soul in the Ville. Yeah, uh, he's on the uh, he's on that that project and he's a good friend of Slabs. He came over. We just chill, play some games. And that was it. And so I started working like I started really grinding on my music around that is about probably about around the time you you tuned in like with the uh the first stimulus first and so slab been following my music and stuff and he did a he did a feature for me on the second stimulus package and i was like bro i want to i want to i want to rap with this man like i want to rap with him like because we both like are like nerds about rap like you wouldn't think that but like slab slab's a rap nerd man so i just on a whim i was sitting in my office one day i was writing and I, I don't know if I thought of a line or I thought of this, I thought of this idea for this project called Three Piece, and it was gonna be me and Slab. I was like, let's do three piece, like three piece chicken from Popeyes, mm-hmm. but let's do actually four songs, and the fourth song is called And a Biscuit. So I was like, let's do <laughs> let's do the three piece and a biscuit. You know what I'm saying? So I text him, and all he said was let's do it like you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> so we actually st- so we got together we started working we start shopping around for beats we we're working on the project we're writing the project and over the course of us doing that i don't know how so i i can tell you where the word resplendent came from i can't tell you how i brought it up in conversation <laughs> so it came as we were talking about before the interview i'm a, I'm a big gamer nerd and so there's this game i play called neo n-i-o-h it's a uh, it's a they call it a uh, souls like like a muscle core it's like extremely difficult but very rewarding because it's so difficult mm-hmm. and like you die real quick and and it's it's just over the top crazy and it's set in like samurai feudal japan one of my favorite eras yeah and so um there's a guy that so what one of the things you do is you collect loot right so you get like in this case 
you find teacups. You find teacups as you're adventuring through the game, and, yeah. and you take them to this guy, and his name is Hisahide, and he appraises them for you. And when, when he appraises them, sometimes if the teacup is really good, really valuable, he'll be like, mm, this is quite resplendent, but he'll be saying it in Japanese. And so you, know, you go and look, up, I go and look up the definition of resplendent and then like, and I put, it's like richly colorful and sumptuous, you know what I'm saying? Like, just like, you know, yeah. you look at the cover art, you know, that's what you think yeah. this Renaissance like. And so I somehow that came up while he was at my house, we were working on the project and he was like, the word of the day right there boy he was like he was like that might be the name of the project if i'm being honest with you i was like bro come on man no 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 and he was and i was like i tell you what we'll put it on the board and if it and and if it sticks it sticks right and you see what the result was i was like i wrote it i wrote it down in my notes because like when i write i write production notes too so I'm like, I'm like, okay, make my voice deep right here. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I just wrote Resplendent in there. Yeah. And there it is. Man, Three Piece and a Biscuit is pretty incredible yeah. title. But yeah. Resplendent yeah. is, it's pretty next level. Yeah. I think you went with the right choice. I think we did too. And that, I think we did too. that artwork is, I mean, it, it's phenomenal. Shouts out to the homie. That's my homeboy, Andrew Johnston. He's, um, he's an artist, graphic designer. He's a friend that I know through competitive fighting games. Oh, nice. He, he's, he's just in Clarksville. I'm like putting all his business out there, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to promote his art. You know what I'm saying? Because that's his, that's a, his social is just his name, Andrew Johnston um, on Twitter. But uh, I knew him through fighting games. I hit him up because we had, we had a cover ready for it. And uh, an artist I found on Twitter, and she did an incredible job. And then he just like sent me like part of that design, right? Mm-hmm. And I sent it to Slab, and he was like, mm, "He might need to do the cover." Like he was like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh," I was one of the things I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it. Yeah, I, didn't yeah. make, I didn't want to make it real yet, yeah, because I loved the cover we had. But then I was like, the more I sat with it, and when I saw like the details and everything he put in it, I was like, he knocked it out of the park. And everyone's loving the artwork. Like there's there's been like random people, organic fans that I've made like through Facebook or whatever that were just like yo, this artwork is sick. Like, I'm going to check this out just because of the artwork. I'm like, dude. Like, I texted my homie. I was like, man, you killed it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're just like, you know, I browse Bandcamp a ton just looking for stuff. And if something has interesting artwork, I'm, I'm in. It like, at least makes you pause. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that is absolutely one of them I'm, I'm curious about more about the recording and the writing process of that EP, the Resplendent EP, like, because it's not it's not a one trick pony like the each track there's only four tracks but each one is pretty different right like how did you go about the beat selection like are you finding those and 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 licensing them are you writing them yourself is it a little bit of both like how, uh, how does the music and the lyrical process work and all that i'm just really curious well so one thing that i think all great like collaborations and duos have done well especially hip-hop is me and slab wrote all the songs together okay and so like at least me and, and slab both we have we always are writing you know what i'm saying like even if it's just with me even if it's just like a snippet or two a bar here and there i'm always thinking of of, of music i'm like I'll, I'll see a i'll drive past like a fence post or something and be thinking what rhymes with fence post you know what right. i'm saying like yeah, yeah. <laughs> my wife's just driving mine in her business i'm like what rhymes with fence post like you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh so that was the thing was we wrote it together though the majority like the bulk of those of those tracks we wrote together and they were actually so three of them tracks one two and four were all done by berm who's a uh, nashville producer okay and um 
track three was done by Calcutta. And all so, right. so that was kind of like an all-in-house thing. Like, it was like the homies, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So they just send you like a batch of beats? That, so that's the thing. So they'll send, they'll send a batch, and then I'll pick... I'll pick a couple like, you know, and usually cause they're, they're the homies. Like they'll throw me a deal or like then maybe they'll throw sure. me, throw in an extra beat or something, but it's a mix of like, you know, doing some stuff for free and, and paying for some stuff. And that's both ways. Sure. Like maybe, you know, maybe they got a beat. I want like, they want me to jump on. It's like no problem. You know? Right. So it kind of goes both ways. And then, me like i'm pretty sure me and slab picked all the beats together as well because i know we got on a zoom call with calcutta at one point i can't remember if that's when he played us the uh bought it off the lot beat or not but yeah it was just a matter of us picking all those uh all those beats together and then as far as the recording process that was crazy (laughs) that was a ton of fun and it was like it was like this massive build-up right because Slab had, mess- Slab had messaged me and said, hey, I might be able to get us some studio time over at, at Eastside Manor, where I uh, one of the spots I record. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. And so um, over the course of time, it had just we were trying to like hammer out a date and everything and so we got a got a, a weekend open where we could go and just work on and work on this all weekend. And so my like my excitement level was like through the roof. Like I could, like my level, I was, I was reciting my verses every day. Like I was like, I was like performing them. You know what I'm saying? Totally. And so I was just a ball of energy the entire time. I, we go in this, I go in the studio and like, I don't, I don't sit down all day. I'm just walking around. Like I'm taking pictures or like I'm bopping up and down and playing a beat or something. And so we literally went in and recorded the whole thing in one day whoa yeah i think we went in on a friday because i think i either took off work or took a half day and we just went to the studio and we was in there for like the rest of the day and and we just knocked that joint out and then we went back uh i think it was that sunday and just worked on mixes yeah so that's when i met aaron aaron dethridge the uh, studio manager over at Eastside Eastside manor and aaron is a monster he is a beast he he does it all and like he's one of these guys that has a lot of good ideas but also can execute them. And that's, that's what's important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, uh, yeah. and so he like hit the, the gorillas cover was all his idea. Uh, okay. Like all the, and, and we're good, working on more of those, by the way, you, oh, didn't, I can't you wait. didn't hear that from me, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, he 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 does he does beats he does engineering like so he said recorded mix and mastered by aaron detheridge at eastside manor studios bro like you know what i'm saying like i i love i love typing that every time like every instagram post when i was putting it on Bandcamp, i was like all tracks recorded mix and mastered by you know what i'm saying like it it filled me with so much pride so much pride to do that and so he uh you know between working on all the the six one tribe stuff and all the content we wanted to put out he was finishing up those mixes and and those masters and when he got like it was crazy because i'd heard him i'd heard the music so many times but when i got the final masters it was like a new thing like i texted slab i was like this shit is crazy bro i was yeah. like you know i'm not you know trying you can, to trying you to be, be proud you, you know can what i'm be saying proud. you know what i'm saying but i was like this shit is actually crazy dude he was like this is special bro like yeah special. and so no man, it totally is it yeah. absolutely and to to learn that you recorded that in a weekend and mixed it pretty much in a week it makes it even mm-hmm. more special mm-hmm. like that's that's bonkers that's yeah. wild we had a blast man i i believe it <laughs> 
Man, there's a lot of different tangents we can go in here, a lot of uh, a lot of areas that I want to investigate. But I want to back up just a little real mm. quick and just like what's your general history? Like are you from Nashville mm. originally? Mm. How did you get into hip hop? Mm. Like, you know, your uh your Bandcamp page goes back to 2018, mm. but were you making stuff prior to that? That's mm. a lot of questions. I'll just No, 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 it's all good. <laughs> the answer to that last question is yes. I was making stuff prior to that, but I, it was nothing that I was releasing or anything. It was just like me recording in uh, like audacity or like whatever the free one is <laughs> yeah. and uh you know just just get, getting beats either from the internet or ones that like i won't say throwaways but ones homies that had that made beats that they weren't using that you know they were willing to mm-hmm. slide me to free or whatever for years prior to that i was writing and so like i didn't even start like recording music until about you so see, you said 2018 on my band camp, so it was probably about 2017. Okay. It was probably about 2017 when I started actually recording music. But I was writing for a long time before that. I, I say I say all the time, my best friend, she's the MVP, because I would, like, write my little raps and send them to her and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Like, you know what I mean? It was like, and, yeah. and looking back, I was like, it was, it was some garbage-ass raps, bro. <laughs> but she would read it and be like, hey, yeah, that's cool, man. Or, you know, she would give me feedback. And so, like, motivate me to, like, want to keep doing it or yeah. whatever. Because I've always been passionate about music. I've always been passionate about hip-hop. But I never thought, like, I don't have a musical family or anything. Like, I, I have a little bit of a musical background. I played trumpet in middle school. But the nature of me being, like, I was a beat head. Like I could, I could listen to any track and be like, yo, Pharrell produced that. Or like, oh, wow. uh, you know, Timbaland produced that or whatever, you know, I right. was a, I was a beat head. I wanted to make beats, but then like the way it worked out, I just ended up picking the pen up instead, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so I started writing, like I said, and then finally started recording about 2017. And once I got confident, I was recording. I had a little janky studio. I set up at home. We called my house, the lily pad. And, I recorded little jank ass raps on a, on my on my computer. Yeah, yeah. You gotta start <laughs> and, somewhere. And that was it. Yeah, and that was it. And uh, and I was really nervous about it the first time I did it. I was so nervous, but as soon as the seal was broken, I was like in there. Like like I was recording and like about to have a panic attack, and then I heard myself back. And I immediately wanted to go record again and make it sound better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it was like I got I got bit by the bug. You well, know I mean, what I'm if saying? You, if you'd been writing for years and and not recording, I imagine that is very anxious. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm finally gonna put yeah. this. I'm gonna record. Yeah, it's like this. becoming real. And then it was like my <laughs> friends were over there, you know. And it's like right. my best friends, but I was still like nervous as hell. Sure, like, you know what I'm saying. Well, to, that's like, the worst audience to do it. Right, in front right, of. right. It's like, oh man, <laughs> yeah, but. No, they would they would keep it one hundred with me though, so that was always that was always helpful, yeah. Yeah, I mean going back the the track that's up, Smooth Voodoo, is you know, I, I definitely you've clearly changed over time yeah. since then. But but you can listen to that first track from twenty eighteen and there's like there's magic in that yeah. track. You can hear it in there. Yeah. You know, like your production and your the quality of the recordings have yeah. definitely improved. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's something there. So it's yeah. really fascinating to be able to go back and, and just hear that kind of origin, I guess. It is, man. It's for, for me as much as you, I promise. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's it's funny because the way me and Calcutta linked up was we were both in a Discord server for a hip-hop anime and gaming group. Mm-hmm. And I 
posted my music in there and that's i don't think because yeah that was before we linked so that was before like stimulus or any of two ronin or any of that yeah yeah and so he heard that project my very first project uh the negro justice ep and he and he liked it and it was like and he was like yo that's tight da, da, da. so we started talking like one-on-one and that was it you know what i'm saying yeah. like and it was just him on a whim and then this stuff that i've come so far from he liked it just the fact that he liked it we like bonded over that and he was like yo let's work and that was it man that's awesome it's a really good segue too to uh a question that i really wanted to get at uh your twitter bio says i rap good i do nerd shit Mm -hmm. that's your twitter bio Mm -hmm. you seem very comfortable in like your interests in gaming, like mm-hmm. arcade gaming, competitive fighting, anime, yeah. yep. and quote unquote nerd shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that authenticity really comes out in your lyrics and in yeah. your music. And there's that comfort is is huge. It's yeah. huge that that you're cool with all that. Was was there ever a time where you were like, oh, I don't I don't know if I should if I should rap about these things that I'm yeah. into because like it's it is sort of like it's not. I don't know. There's something masculine about a lot of hip hop that's like, oh, you're, I'm not into games. I'm yeah, not yeah. into this or that. Like, I don't know. I just, there's an authenticity to it that's really, I mean, it's great. And it, it really makes the music incredible because it's very you. Yeah. I, man, I appreciate you saying that. So, yeah, there was, there was, cause like, you don't want to get, you don't want to get boxed into like, oh, this dude does like nerdcore or something. You sure. know what I'm saying? Like, right. he's rapping about. So, I really wanted to like, make it cool you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. it was like i know it's nerdy shit but it can be cool too like me being able to whoop your ass in street fighter is pretty cool like it's you know what i'm cool. saying like totally. I, I could, I could and, and, and do it handily you know what i mean like <laughs> well i think it's it, you know not you the royal you no, i'm talking totally. about you know what i'm saying no you could whip my ass in street fighter, <laughs> for sure i haven't played since street oh, fighter 2 turbo maybe yeah. it's been a minute yeah uh but you know i think looking at like the the origin of resplendent that mm-hmm. word resplendent mm-hmm. came that from com- a video game about yeah. teacups yeah yeah you know well, not yeah. about teacups but right, right, you know right. it broadened your horizon uh-huh. in a way that you would have never gotten if you just like yeah i'm gonna play this impossibly hard game yeah you know or judge these teacups kind of thing <laughs> yeah. i just my point is i really respect that you write about those things and i think it's given you this freedom to also write about really important and hard issues too because you we were talking outside before we came in here about like talking about the first black owned business downtown Mm -hmm. is slim and huskies and that's like insane yeah and you are not afraid to talk about those types of topics in your in your lyrics and Mm -hmm. there's a very interesting balance between the quote-unquote nerd shit and Mm -hmm. then to like real heavy shit yeah do you do that consciously or is it just like those are clearly important issues to talk about yeah so yeah no for sure because uh i like the fact that i can make those kind of references like make some kind of nerdy reference or do something and then and then turn around and like a couple bars later you know hit you with some something right to the to the gut region you know what i yeah. mean i i did want to say too like with the music being being really therapeutic for me it helped me it, like talking about that stuff helped me like come to terms with that in my own personality. You yeah. know, it's like, it's like he's into all the nerdy shit, but it's like, 
who cares, dude? Yeah. And so and so I put it, you know, I kind of put it front and center. I, I wore it on my sleeve. So it's like I'm, I'm 34, man. Like I didn't start figuring myself out till I was damn near 30. And then like that's when I really about when I started rapping. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it all kind of manifested itself, man. Well, it's funny that, you know, in, in the younger days, way back, like being into nerdy shit was so like it was a yeah, bad thing. It was like faux pas. Yeah, but now yeah, it's yeah. like, is that the right term? Faux no, pas? that's it's it a sounds... faux pas. It wasn't okay. cool. Like, <laughs> uh, now it's, I mean, it's complete. I, I don't know if it's cool, but it's definitely accepted. Oh, it's cool. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna make sure of that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're like way into indie games on the mm-hmm. Switch, oh, dude, that's easy (laughs) you know that's easy money but if you told people like uh i don't know 15 years ago you're like yeah i'm really into independent video games they'd be like what yeah you're into indie games that's what is that it always makes me think there's a meme dude (laughs) there's a little it's a it's a spider-man comic a panel from a spider-man comic and there's a little kid crossing the street he's got headphones in he's like looking at his game boy or his whatever his little portable device he's like unaware and a bus is about to hit him and it's a bus full of people and spider-man stopping the bus and then like the captions of all the people on the bus are like uh you like cartoons uh, what the <laughs> fuck is that you nerd you get the hell and spider-man's like stop like protecting the kid like it was like and it was like hood dudes that that uh like anime are spider-man you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> it always trips me out man it's one of those i can always see in crack up oh man that's amazing I'd love to hear a, a little more about some of your collabs as well. Uh, you talked about the Six One Tribe Gorillas mm-hmm. cover. I've, I hope everyone listening to this has heard that. It's been on a previous episode. We mm-hmm. wrote about it on the site. It's incredible. It's so it's like pitch perfect of a cover, but it's also unique, mm-hmm. which is like so hard to do. Yeah, it's... like you're either going to screw it up real yeah. bad or just make the original again. Right, right, and that was the thing. So when we was recording it. Aaron actually had the uh, lyrics on the screen, mm-hmm. right? So I kind of had the verses half memorized, but not really. So he had, but he also, I told him to play Dell's track in my headphones because he rebuilt the beat from scratch. Like there's like tutorials and stuff to show you how to do that. Yeah. So he rebuilt, and he did a great job. Like he rebuilt the yeah. beat from scratch. And then something about the timing didn't line up, but he fixed it because he's a, because he's a, a G, but like <laughs> he, he had my, he had Dell's vocals in my headphones too. So like I was, kind of pitch matching i guess if you want to say but like i was still right like doing it how i would do it with my like vocal tones and stuff so i think it worked out pretty good but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's great and i think it's a pretty brilliant release methodology too like here's a cover mm-hmm. featuring these two people mm-hmm. and here are two original songs yes. from those yeah, people yeah, yeah. so like mm-hmm. oh i love this cover what else have they done yeah you're just you're in and it it's right there yeah yep. i mean uh, so good Trip needs to put that. I t- I messaged him on Instagram. I said, "Do you need to put 2021 on streaming or Bandcamp or something?" So yeah, for sure. I was like, "I need to have that." Like, <laughs> right? W- like when I'm out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had to like rip that off YouTube. I think wasn't yeah. proud of it, but I had to do it. Listen, look, because we know <laughs> as soon as it goes on Bandcamp, we're gonna get the email notification. Michael has, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> gotta so, get it, man. Yeah, gotta yeah, get yeah. it. So. I wanted to hear about the uh, the Prince Edward project as well, and I really want to know if there's going to be more of it. Oh, man. Uh, that's you and your cousin? Is I, that right? Yeah, I love talking about this. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, that's me and my cousin Chandler, Chan Tate. So he's the one on Minnesota. He's the only right. feature on Resplendent. So Chan, 
Chan is going to be 20 in August. What? He's yeah. tw- what? He's 19? He's 19. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We recorded it last year, the year before. Like, he was, you know, when he we first started rapping together, he was 15, like he says on the song. You know, I was yeah. 15, but, you know. So there's seven of our cousins, right? And right. we're we're very close. Uh, we grew up pretty much as siblings, more so than cousins. Like, mm-hmm. a couple of them live in Kentucky. A couple of them live here. A couple of them live in Virginia. But when we were younger, we were all very close and tight-knit. We came up together. And so even though I'm the oldest and he's the youngest of the of the group of cousins, we have a lot of overlap in the t- especially like the type of music and like hip hop that we like. Right. And so we started rapping together. It was like it didn't make sense on paper, but I guess the fact of us being cousins or like the that that dynamic like it worked. And and he's so he's such an incredible talent that it like it makes my job easy in the duo because I'm just like, well, let me get in here and do a little something something and then. And then I just tee him up and he just goes off, man. Right. He comes in, he's like a freak. He comes in, like he raps already mixed. Like people, people get done. They're like, oh, you know, he's like, <laughs> he's like you know, he still do a little bit of stuff to right. it. But like he, he's, his voice is crazy what he can do and his range, man. So yeah, the short answer is yes, there is more Prince Edward stuff coming. Cool. So we basically been working on our first project the entire time I've been rapping and he's been doing some solo stuff. Uh, he does some R and B stuff that's tight that you can check out. That yeah. is completely different. Like his solo stuff sounds completely different than what we do together. Okay. So it's like he knows how to lock in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We've got a few songs recorded. We're just kind of stacking songs right now, really, and then seeing like what we want to put together in a project and release. Yeah. But that was the that was the first offer. We wanted to get that out. Yeah, it's great. I very much look forward to more yeah, of it. Yeah, man. Uh, I think I ran across that on a Bandcamp Friday one time, which I think is basically the history I have with Negro Justice. Mm-hmm. Is all these Bandcamp Fridays. Yeah, man. I was capitalizing on those Bandcamp Fridays in, pa- in pandemic, man. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's really interesting to me because I feel like you are one of the very few hip-hop artists in town that really embrace Bandcamp. Yeah. There are other G-Slabs doing a good job with it, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, I can I can totally rattle off more yeah. artists that are on there, like uh, Ro Marquez is, is doing it. Brian like, Brown. Brian Brown's uh-huh. on there. Like Lots of people are doing it, but I feel like you are really capitalized. Yeah. Like, G-Slabs EP coming out early, pretty brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. why aren't all Nashville hip-hop artists leveraging it? I don't... I'm gonna make you answer for everyone. Yeah, no, but I, I think I feel I feel all right about this because I've, I've been trying to evangelize about Bandcamp a little bit, and I think that's why. Like, I kind of I'll take a little bit of credit for Slab using it more because I kind of pushed it to him. I was like, "Yo, bro, I did pretty good." You know, da, 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 da. I'm just a you know up and coming indie rapper from Nashville. I made right. such and such off of Bandcamp, right? But uh, I really think they aren't a, aren't as aware and like aren't as aware of the model because like I've reached out to a couple guys and been like, "Yo." Bro, y'all need to get on this Bandcamp Friday, like, yeah. cause y'all y'all got some established like fan base here, like y'all could do, you know what I'm saying? For sure. So I think it's, I honestly think it's just like ignorance that it, of it, right. either of it existing or just what they can do with it, right? Yeah, yeah, and I mean ignorance is like not a bad word. You just don't right, know, right. Right, right, right. Yeah, that gets a bad connotation, yeah. but that's not, I'm not saying like, them fools ignorant, boy, they don't know about right, that. You know right, what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, I yeah. just think about, you know, it's amazing to have 10,000 plays on Spotify. Like, that's such a great right. thing to accomplish. But if you get 100 people to buy from you, right. that's way more like directly in your pocket. That's exactly what it is. Bandcamp does the Bandcamp Fridays where they waive their revenue share, right? right. But 
even if it's not Bandcamp Friday, they're only taking 15%. Right. So <laughs> if you if you got an estate, like I, I look at it as like, if I go to someone's someone's Twitter page and they've got 20,000 followers and all of them, every 20,000 of them paid $5 for my album on Bandcamp. Right. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I think I retweeted something the other day where a guy tweeted and said, um, buying an artist's album on Bandcamp is the equivalent of, uh, for like the average price or whatever, is the equivalent of streaming their music every day for like three years. I believe it. You know what I mean? 100%. And so, and so... And I tell people, one of my homegirls, she was like, because she, uh, she was trying to figure out how to use her Bandcamp because she wants to support my music. And I was like explaining to her how to use Bandcamp. Yeah. I'm like, look, if you buy this, you own it. You know what I mean? Right. You own it. So it's like if, if the world goes crazy and Spotify goes belly up, Apple goes belly up, damn it, you'll still have Resplendent on yeah, your phone. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so I preach it, man. I, I'm all about it. No, well, I definitely appreciate it. I mean, as just someone that's putting together the we on this town music show every week it's it's so helpful to be able to go to Bandcamp and purchase it directly mm -hmm. and know that i'm giving the artist money yeah you know a yeah, lot of, you're putting it directly in there yeah a lot of hip-hop artists like oh i see a new release on instagram like this looks incredible this the preview is so good i'm excited for it and then i have to go to like amazon and mm -hmm. buy it which i'm happy to do but i know i know that the split on the money there is not in favor of the yeah. artist so and i don't know i've just been evangelizing uh Bandcamp for a really long time the particularly more people that know, i yeah. know the more people that know, the better. So, you know, that was my little uh, offshoot about Bandcamp. As, I... a, as a consumer and as an artist. <laughs> yeah, for Both. sure. Well, uh, I would love to hear what's next, because I'm curious if you're... I mean, I know there's more Prince Edward. There's going to mm -hmm. be more covers. Shh, mm -hmm. no, don't tell. Yeah, you tell about it. Um, don't tell about it. But w what is coming up? Are you going to be able to keep this pace up? Man. Uh... I think you are. I welcome the challenge, bro, because <laughs> I love to rap. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just it's just it, man. I love it. And I love, like, I'm a student of it. I love all the aspects of it. And I love creating it, man. Like, I think I said a line on Inez, like, one of my favorite artists from Houston, Fat Tony. He One of his biggest songs, he said, I used to get stoned and listen to songs. Now I get stoned to make my own. He was like. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get like him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And so, but anyways, to answer your question, next, like, immediate foreseeable future is a, a video for Dutch Master's Thesis. Nice. Very excited about that. And I'm shooting that with All Eyes, Slab's videographer. He, he's been doing all his videos for, like, the last three years. He did the... Um, oh, the, like, the, short uh, film that G-Slab yes, put out? Yes, Triple Beam. Oh. I could not... Yeah, he did He did that. Oh, and, my gosh. Yeah, so he's he's doing the video for Dutch Master. He did the video for 2021, Trip God. Oh, yeah. Also great. Very excited. So I'm very excited to do that with, uh, with him. And then... Beyond that, I know, I know, Aaron really wants to do a record with Calcutta. Aaron, Aaron wants to like get Calcutta out here and like have him stay in the studio and like just cook up some stuff. Nice. So we're trying. So we might try to make that happen too. <laughs> and then another 
G Slab might want to do Resplendent too. Oh. He might want to do that for next year. He, that might have been his idea. He might have text messaged me on my cellular device about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's, that's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I imagine just based on what you've put out since June of 2020, that mm. there'll be singles in there. There'll be yeah. other yeah. stuff in there and features galore, I imagine. Yeah. So. That's extremely exciting. Uh, Man, I'm so happy to have found your work and Mm. just become super familiar with it. And literally every release is leveling up. Yeah, that's the goal too, right? That's the goal. That's like the anime shit, man. That's like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? when a when a saiyan gets defeated in battle they get stronger you know what i'm saying like <laughs> like every time every time i do something i want to come harder bro i want to come with more more force more power more energy man like every time so i appreciate that you noticed that you know what i'm saying like i i, lo- I appreciate that you you noticed that i'm really grinding and trying to like level it up each time so yeah for yeah. sure it definitely shows and uh i can't I can't wait to hear the next stuff. It's going to be so good. Me either. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Is there anything else you want to plug? We got, you know, you're on Twitter at Negro Justice. You're on Instagram at Negro underscore Justice. Underscore Justice. Some fool. I don't know. (laughs) We're not going to talk about that. But it's an underscore on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Negro Justice 87 at Bandcamp. There's a Prince Edward Bandcamp. I know this is the only song up there right now, but you can follow us. So that's the other thing is you get notified on all new releases when you follow yep. an artist on Bandcamp. Yep. That's it, man. Uh, everyone I shouted out that I mentioned in the interview, Slab, Aaron Deathridge over at Eastside Manor. Follow Eastside Manor Studios, ESM Studios on Instagram and Twitter, I believe follow Aaron pay Aaron some money to record some music at the studio and uh yeah follow my cousin uh, Chandler Burnham on Twitter AO Chan I think what we'll link it in the episode Ooh, description is, yeah, episode we, description we, we, will have it we got we got it man yeah. we got you guys covered man well thank you so much appreciate it I appreciate you man oh there is one other thing I wanted to say man I I appreciate <laughs> so much that you that you can say my rap name with no without any issue, bro. <laughs> Why? Because Do people you, hesitate. People, people hesitate, man. And I tell them, like you know, especially white folks. Sure, they get a little uncomfortable, but I let them know, man. There's nothing wrong with that word. It's like just think about the United Negro College Fund. A mine is a terrible thing to waste. We're not going for any hard R's, anything, anything no. uh, abrasive. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. Hip hop is for everybody. Negro justice is for everybody, man. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to say I appreciate that. Every time, like every time on the pause, he'd be like, "Next up, Negro job." You're like, "Yes, man, yes." You also just named the episode right there. Hip hop is for everybody. Negro justice hey, is for everybody. Hey, <laughs> oh man, we did it. We, we did, did it. it. I can play some more uh, some more tracks on the way out. I think that would give people a good. A good sampler of mm-hmm. what you're up yeah, to. A so I'll, sampler platter. A sampler platter. I'll, I'll pick some stuff. I'll probably Dutch Masters uh, thesis. Maybe something from Two Ronin. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably go way back to the Stimulus EP as well and play that that first song that kind of introduced me to the whole thing. Which uh, hopefully others will use that as. An which one was that? Well. Which one was that? I mean, I think it's track one of the Stimulus EP. Is the the intro going into Blade Two? So oh I mean, yeah, Blade. <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, nigga, hold up. We finna go live, bro. We finna go live. Put that shit out. Actually, hold on. Let me hit it one time before you put that. Hold on.
We are interrupting this broadcast of Shinobi, the life and times of Joe Musashi with some breaking news. In an unprecedented and historic turn of events, the United States government has devised a plan to fund a real economic stimulus package. Enter the $3 bill. Emblazoned with the image of Nashville, Tennessee's own Negro justice, these bills will, quote, carry the energy and power of every person of color, their ancestors, and every ally that stood beside them. Their liquidity and spending power will be unparalleled. More as this develops. Sending it back to you in the studio. <laughs> that boy justice, something else. I heated the blunt to a comfortable 65 degrees Taking inventory of everything that I've achieved You ain't stopping me, open your eyes and see That I got nothing to hide, cause I wear it on my sleeve That's why it's bloodshot eyes behind the frames, man I guess some things just never change, man Ain't acting out of pocket, just trying to maintain, man It's one of them days I just wanna burn sage Then I wanna just fade into the sunset I confess, but auntie will whoop my ass My little cousin don't pass his drug test Like, you ain't too old for a whooping, little nigga Your ass ain't too grown to put my foot in, little nigga Learn the hard way that the proof is in the pudding, little nigga Have your lady call me pudding like she was Harley, little nigga, uh I hit the button like, go, go, gadget my chain steady clutching my chest it's asthmatic like take my breath away until it's nothing left to say yo r.i.p george floyd justice for george floyd Got my dad's physique, been known to light the gas, take a hit, then take my ass to sleep. Use the EBT, cop some Rillos and some CBD. I bought a pack of Skittles, cop Blade 2 on DVD. Uh, spit rhymes on the beat, till song complete, export to MP3. My well is never dry, it's impossible to empty me. It's been so damn long since they played a song on MTV. Like, why don't they play music no more? November came in and brought a reprieve from the summer heat. I'm walking ten toes down, keeping the ground up under me. A lot of niggas wanna be, they wanna be one of me, but ain't nothing but one of me, so you gon' be a son to me. Illuminate the darkness, don't take the light from the sun to see I'm stomping. Lame niggas gon' be hard to get from under me. My rap's timeless, yours come with limited warranty. I rhyme exciting, you motherfuckers be boring me. Was in the mud, I clawed my way out that bitch. No matter the amount of stamina, you can't outlast this. I've been known to utter a few phrases that's outlandish. So if you moving like a snake, you gon' get found out quick. Huh. 
blades to the grass. Woo. People be hating, I made it at last. Yeah. Thou should not pass. I do it for all of my loved ones that passed. Woo. Feeling like Bruce Lee. How you be saying these lies so loosely? You ain't the truth, see. Feeling badass like Joey or Boosie. Woo. I cannot file, 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 file. I cannot file. I train for this. I'm made for this. I train for this. I'm made for this. I cannot file, 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 file. I cannot file. I train for this. I'm made for this. I train for this. I'm made for this. without a master. Fuck a master. Kill them bastards. They don't get another chapter they won't ever be a factor smoking on hashish at home trying to smoke in peace and if you came across a real nigga they probably was kin to me look up to me like i'm real they wanna be kin to me just came down off the mountain money counting in tennessee crown him king of the town mr brown that gave him a key another step towards the greatness that i was destined to be I train for this. Yeah, yeah. I made for this. Yeah, yeah. I train for this. Yeah, yeah. I made for this. Yeah, yeah. I cannot fall. I cannot fall. I cannot fall. Two Ronin, baby. Yeah. A short story. You know what I'm saying? These blades are sharp, brothers. These blades know no race, color, or creed. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can catch the fade from these dual katanas, you know what I'm saying? 911, what is your emergency? Trying to the project now, I just seen him, I made a mistake, I didn't know who he was. Here we go again. <laughs> We're still talking about this shit. It's like I'm trying to avoid a ticket I keep my digits at 10 and 2 Look out for men and women Outfitted in color blue That 2 and 10 make 12 And I say to hell with the biggies It's like the last thing they want to do Is protect my city If anything gets a cracking They gon' have to come get me Cause I done came for some action, man I ain't came for no pity I'm who you want with the rock When the clock and the clutch And if you even look at me funny I got the clock and the tuck They mad at me Speaking factually on every topic I touch no slave mentality, nigga. My only masters is Dutch. I'm like the lawnmower man. I'm putting grass in the blunt. I've been presented with some opportunities and I ain't passing them up. It's Aaron on the boards, chance hat, pair of glasses and such. I burn sages, I fill the page. It's real extravagant stuff. I keep speaking words off the tablet as I stand on the bluff. And I might have the crowd screaming like pterodactyls and stuff. Until it's paid in full I can't relate to you Cause all you ever did was play the fool My people eating You can see that all the place is full See a nigga like me coming up The fakes they hate to do In certain circles I'm a black bastard I ain't mad at it No niggas rocking sweats And track jackets Attack your tax bracket They take the air out your chest Make you a asthmatic And going ape shit on a beat boy I got a bad habit They think I'm stranger than fiction Baby this shit real A big deal Different type. 
<laughs> Calcutta, you a different motherfucking breed, boy. Let me rap with these niggas, bro. Hold on. I'm sitting in my office creating masterpieces. Niggas at TSU can use my album as a master's thesis. Truth. They hate it when we speak it Bottom line is it's gonna be some time for they can match my genius I'm gliding like a mop, so my flow the cleanest This the new definition of pain and you gon' know the meaning I grind, baby, I go hard The bags under my eyes is go-yard My mind overflowing with rhymes, it's like I'm Mozart I'm outside peeping the line before my show starts friends that's our show thank you so much for listening as always and a huge thanks to negro justice for joining us on our 250th episode his creative output is really astounding and i hope you're following him on all the things find him at negro justice on twitter and at negro underscore justice on instagram and negro justice87.bandcamp.com all of that is linked in the episode description of course Find us at We Own This Town on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, where you'll get updates about all the new episodes from all of our We Own This Town shows. Visit our site, weownthistown.net, to find even more info about all of our podcasts and join that mailing list. You'll get a single weekly recap email about all the new episodes, as well as new announcements and some special treats. Email me if you want, michael at weownthistown.net. Many thanks to Upright T-Rex Music for the music playing underneath me right now. Find them at uprighttrexmusic.com. Take care. Keep wearing a mask indoors. Get yourself a vaccine appointment. Please get us to herd immunity. Thank you. I'll talk at you soon. Thank you so much. Bye.